always wanted to hear the real deal when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and physical well-being? This is Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. What's cracking? What's really good? They don't pull any punches. You'll only get the truth about how you get healthier, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And now, here's Tasha Makia and Big Dave. That's right, baby. Let's get this thing started. Your girl Tasha McKee and Big D's in the building. What up, what up? All right, so this is the deal, Dave. Last weekend, I was bored because you know I'm still healing from this whole back situation, right? Yep. So I went on Instagram and I was like, if you can ask a professional, a fun professional, any freaking question out there, what question would you ask? And we had like, oh my God, D, we have so many different questions. People were just posting underneath our meme. But at the end of the day, pretty much it all came down to how can someone start and stick to their fitness program or routine without giving up? Now, I know that's a broad question. Especially for professional like you. <laughs> so if this list use me, if I'm beginning, because you know it's really, really hard to even gear up. Like in your head, you know you want to go, but then shit comes up in your life. You're like, the kids need this. I can't do that right. or whatever. So how can someone start and stick to a program and be dedicated and not slack off? Biggest thing being that you want to come up with something that's going to work individualized for you and you only. Yeah. Looking at magazines, going on YouTube, going on Instagram, social media, getting ideas from some fitness professionals, stuff like that is fine, but it also has to cater and and be specifically catered to what you want to do and the yeah. goals and results you want. That's true. And that, that goes into the next thing of the level of basically um, how advanced are you? Are you just starting out? Are you kind of middle of the road? Or are you kind yeah. of like someone that looking to comp- compete or, you mm. know, do some sort of competition, stuff like that? So I think it's a goal setting issue yeah. being first and foremost. Second, I think it's also making sure you're comfortable in the environment that you go to, what yeah. gym you pick, what, what time you go, making sure... Sure that if you have kids yeah. like yourself, you yeah. know, the kids are starting school, making sure that basically you have everything taken care of before you get to the gym. That way, if you're in the gym, nothing can kind of pull you away for that 45 minutes to an hour yeah. that you're in there and kind of just really the goal setting thing. I yeah. think the goal setting thing is going to be first and foremost mm-hmm. of, of getting you to that point And then thereafter that bringing the nutrition, bringing in some supplementation, you know, putting some, um, stipulations on what you want to look like weight wise, whether you want to gain weight, lose weight, tighten up certain body parts, you know, putting a swimsuit on that you have, maybe haven't fit in Ooh, before. Child, I look like a stuffed burrito you when get I it, did right. it for you. <laughs> so it, it, I think it all goes really along the line of goal yeah. setting number one. Okay. And, and then goal anything setting. thereafter is really making sure that you're progressing and staying on that goal. Mm-hmm. And that is where someone like myself would come in being a trainer, you know, somewhat of a motivator. We want to make sure that when we're with a client, like yourself and or you know other people that were giving you not false expectations yeah i think that's the biggest thing too that would be probably number two because the expectation being something that you can really achieve and not let yourself down by not getting there yeah so if i say well Mm. in one month i'm gonna lose 10 pounds is that achievable to some people yes it is but to the majority it probably is not and it's not realistic yeah and therefore unfortunately we have to say women more so than men because women also have a harder time losing weight than men we do and it's not fair that you guys lose Weight exactly. faster than us. Stress, you know, every Hormones. every every little thing. Hormone, of course, being the number one Ugh. with stress that carries over with number two. Yeah. That all factors into play. So I think that 
you know, getting someone that can really help you goal orientate, yeah. then staying consistent, mixing it up would probably be number three, four, and, and making it fun and enjoyable that it's yeah. not monotonous. I think making I, it fun is a big deal. It's huge because the monotonous aspect even goes with us. You know, I've been doing this almost 25 years yep. and, you know, I talk to other peers that are in the industry and we have the same qualms and quirks that you guys do. Mm-hmm. And just because we may be professional or we may do this as a living or, or as, as, as our profession doesn't mean that we get bored too and we don't want to go and we don't want to do cardio. We You're don't want to You're human, lift. just like us. Exactly. But you just don't show thing. it. No, like we, we don't do. show it because basically it's one of those things like, mm-hmm. hey, we have to go. This yeah. is what we do for a living. We have an expectation to put up and trust me, we have those days that we don't want to get out of bed. We don't yeah. want to go. We are just <laughs> the same. It's yeah. just a question of how bad do you want it, making sure those goals are, are orientated and setting that and moving forward with it. Yeah, see, for me, I think when I first started, in my head, I knew I was ready to go. And I'll tell you, like, social media is such a shit thing because it'll make you feel like, you'll look at people and be like, I want to look like that in 30 days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, but, and, and realistic. It's not realistic. Right. It's realistically not realistic. thinking, you just, for me, it's like, I just got to get in the gym and I just got to stay dedicated. And for me, I have to write down goals on a daily. At first, I used to depend on other people. But then when they started to I realized I would slack. And that's like the biggest yep. thing. It's yep. like, how the hell do you get in? Do you stay focused? Okay, so now we know, okay, get set a goal. Then we got to make sure that we're progressing. Try to find a trainer if you could afford it. Right, and, and, that's, and that's a huge, that's a very, very good point is, you know, most trainers out there, Unfortunately, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I'm not calling anybody out in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. But a lot of trainers feel that their worth is higher than really what it should be. Yeah. You got to remember, we're personal trainers. Personal being the front word of that whole situation. That's a big word. That being yeah. said, it's mm-hmm. got to be personable. It's got to be a really good match. And you know, people are willing to pay for your services, but you got to make it fun. It's like yeah. if I'm not willing to pay for my own services, yeah. what the hell do I think someone's going to pay for my services? Exactly. Then? So if I don't think that I can provide something good for a client, mm-hmm. then what the hell am I doing this as a, as a as a as a profession for? Especially with a gym, like you can literally sit in bed and be like, "You know what? I just want to stay in bed an extra 30 minutes." But when you have a trainer that makes you feel alive when you walk in a gym, I'm like, you walk in the gym with Dave, he's like, what the hell? You're late. Get <laughs> your gotta, ass back here. And it's like, got to be the gym, too. The gym's got to be fun. It's got to yeah. be It's got to be a beat. It's got to have great equipment. It's got to right. have great music. And, you a know, granted, it, it, if it's not a good vibe, then it's going to bring you down. And then the trainer's not doing his job. So, yeah, you're 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 destined to fail before you even start. So, do you would it, would it be safe to say not to have high expectations and just to go and stay consistent? Maybe? 100%. But, again, you hit the nail on the head in the sense of, the people that follow the social media Stressful. every day, day in and day out, yeah. you got to stay off that because let's be real, 90% of the people that are on social media, especially a lot of these fitness personalities and stuff like that and these bloggers, don't think they're not airbrushed or not touched up. Thank you okay? for saying and, that. And we all don't look like that 24-7, seven days a week. Yeah. Okay, There are things in life that get in the way just yep. like every normal day person, yep. if not worse for us because exactly. that expectation is set so high for us yeah. that don't think that it's not touched up and airbrushed and photoshopped. It is. And and, oh. and and that's the thing. It's like, you know, all these people follow these people mm-hmm. with this expectation of I can look like that. You can't look like that. Yeah. Because if it could, then you would and exactly. everybody would look like we do. Yeah. And that's not the case. Perfect. That's there. not the case. There's a small percentage that look like we do. Of course, hormones come into play. Genetics come into play. Supplements, diet, so training, all things. of it comes into play. Yeah. But the bottom line is just staying in your lane. 
doing what you're supposed to do, having fun doing exactly. it, and don't let anything get in the way of it. And stop That's comparing it. yourself to other people. Oh, yes, exactly. That's and I, I'm guilty thing. of that. When I first, first started my journey, I, I lost like 119 pounds. And in the beginning, I was like, I want to look like Massey. I want to look like, you know, Coco. I want to look like so-and-so. At the end of the day, you have to shut all that down and just really stay consistent. And when you start seeing your clothes lay different, that's like the best feeling in the world. Well, it's good to have someone that you emulate and you respect That's and true. you really want to look like as a goal. Yeah. But That's realistic. if you don't hit that expectation, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's okay. And and you know, it doesn't shut the whole thing down. That's true. And and I think that's where a lot of people falter is that just because they may not look like the personality that they're trying to emulate. Exactly. Then they're like, well, what the hell am I doing this for? This is stupid. I can't get there. So I'm just going to quit. No. no. That's dumb. It's and so easy to it, give up. Exactly. And it's a lot harder mm-hmm. to stay motivated and consistent than it is just to say, the hell with it. I'm not going to look like that. I know I'm not going to look like that. So I'm just not going to do it anymore. That's- and that's a defeatist attitude. And, and unfortunately, the social mm-hmm. media aspect does bring that into it's play. Stressful. But- If you can use the social media as a positive platform, Mm -hmm. looking at what these people do, maybe following their diets, maybe taking little tidbits from each one and then putting it together that real world atmosphere, situations and conditions. Because let's be real, majority of these people that are posting stuff like that don't live in the real world. You know what I'm saying? This is what they do all day in, day in and day out. They don't have eight to five jobs. They don't have kids, they don't have money issues, they don't have yeah. everyday life problems right. that get in the way of them going to the gym for three hours. It, it, all day. And that does have a play on it. So that being said, you're setting yourself up for failure right before you even start. Yeah. So take little things from your people that you emulate on social media, yep. utilize it to your advantage to motivate yourself, and then put it away. And, but and make that's it fit it. for you. Right. Individualized for you. Because exactly. when you stress over what other people, like for me, I wind up doing, you know, I'm going to grab this, this, and this, and this is how I would put my captions so that I can, when I reach my goal, I can help to motivate, you know, people like that. I don't know. I just, growing up for me, looking at magazines, I used to be like, oh my God, I want to look like that person. But I will tell you, I do appreciate when women that are in fitness show the unedited version. Right, right. Stretch marks. A before I'm and like, after. Oh my God, you're like That's me. right. I can emulate, I can respect that because that's I what I look that. like. And yes. when I take my clothes off and look in the mirror, I'm not perfect, yeah. but that's okay. That's what individualizes us as a whole. So therefore, you have to focus on yeah. yourself because knowing that someone else is in the same exact situation gives you that motivation, mm-hmm. gets you that goal orientating that we're trying to do yeah. to keep you motivated to stay focused in the gym. So let me Period. ask you, D. When you first started training, did you ever hit a bump where you were just like, oh, I just don't feel like today? Oh my like God, when you yeah. first first started, but what was the thing that kept you going? Was it your results? Was it that 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 natural? thing in you that gives you that energy boost? Like, what was it for you? I think the thing for me personally, and this is me only, is yeah. I've always been a competitive person yeah. and I've always been athletic. Mm-hmm. I was very small when I started in this whole industry, in this game. It's hard to believe. I, I was 140 <laughs> pounds when I graduated in, in school. Yeah. Then I started playing football. I got into the gym and I really enjoyed it. But I was very, very dry and wet behind the ears as well. Uh-huh. I didn't know what the hell I was doing in any way, shape, or form. Uh-huh. You know, back in the day when I was in school, mm-hmm. way long ago, basically <laughs> What, what you know you went in the gym and kind of did what you did and the right. football coaches really didn't guide you much and, and, and especially in the weight room now yeah. you know they got all these programs for these kids and stuff like that so it's so readily available for for me 
I kind of had to learn on my own, mm-hmm. and I was taken under the wings of some power lifters that I, I met okay. in the gym, yeah. and they kind of saw potential with me. But let me tell you something. The first time I went to the squat rack, I put weight on the bar and thought I was uh, hot stuff, and I <laughs> fell backwards, and the bar <gasps> fell off me, and I was an embarrassment. I ran out of the gym, and I didn't go back for like two weeks because I was like, oh, hell no. I'm like, I look like a schmuck <laughs> oh in this place, God. and I look stupid. And you know, and then I finally went back in, and I kind of like put my tail between my legs, and like hopefully no one recognizes who I am, the, dip, the dumbass that dropped the bar on himself and and There's I learned I learned by example and yeah. you know I think that's the biggest thing is that I didn't really have anybody specific that showed me, mm-hmm. but I, it was just basically just going consistently, starting to see the changes, mm-hmm. starting to research, doing my research, doing my diligence, looking at magazines. Back then, it really wasn't the internet; it was all magazines. It right. was Muscle and Fitness, exactly. and Flex, and you know, mu- uh, Muscle Super Muscle edited. Media, right. and, and you know, some of the listeners from back in the day. You remember these magazines? Bill Phillips from EAS used right. to be in Golden up at the facility. I mean, these guys That's were awesome. all we were all emulating these people, yeah. and so we followed them mm-hmm. and we watched what they did and then we would do it and it worked yeah but now there's so your just, fire brought right you back. exactly yeah. and once you started seeing the gains your shirt started getting tighter and the Ooh, scale started going up baby. then you started eating all the eggs and the chicken and you know you started thinking you were hot stuff because you were carrying this big water jug around and yeah. your food with you and you know it just kind of it, it goes into basically a life example is it, it, with bodybuilding and working out and mm-hmm. training not just bodybuilding i'm just talking just about fitness out. as a whole right it it puts a lot of things in perspective in the sense of it's orientating, staying motivated, staying consistent. Patient just like with life. And patient. It's just like with life. If, if you can go to the gym every day yeah. and you can eat five to six meals a day and you can take supplements that you're supposed to take on a, on a daily basis, hour to hour, then you won't fail in life if you follow those goals yeah. that are in fitness and, and what and we do consistent. in this industry and in life. Yeah. It's the same. That's it. You know, you get up, you go to work every day, you try and do the best thing and try and do the best work you can. Yep. You try and take care of your kids if you have kids. Yep. You try and stay, stay positive. It's the same thing with the gym. Every day. Every day. You're just trying to be better than Every yesterday. Day. Every day. That's it. All right, so now we're going to do the Fast Five with Big D. Five quick questions. Give us your best answer because when we put up the meme last week, these were some of the questions that were in there, and I was like, these are good. I got to get Dave, okay? So the first one is, how can someone conquer their food craving? Go. Food cravings mm-hmm. are interesting because everybody has different ones. Dude. And if you're pregnant, you yep. know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you're a husband of a pregnant woman, you definitely know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but in general, for people that have cravings, yeah. moderate. Have a little bit. If you have a craving for ice cream, instead of having the carton, sit down with a Dixie cup or a small little spoonful just to satisfy that craving, put it away, move on. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. So it's safe to say once your tongue gets a taste, it's That's over. Right. You don't That's have to right. overdo That's it. That's exactly it. That's why you see majority of these people, they'll take a swig of Coke, they'll take a swig of Gatorade, they'll take a swig of something, spit it out. They yeah. just want to taste it. Yeah. But, just to and, satisfy and to it. a lot of people, that's enough. That is. But like if you crave M&Ms, for example, and everybody yeah. knows just like a chip, you can't eat just one. Oh, okay. So that being me. said, you have a, a handful. Give yourself that little it. bit. Yeah. And and give yourself that goal and, and give yourself that 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 accreditation that, hey, I've been working hard. I'm going to have a little bit in moderation. A Anything in moderation bit, is fine. A small yep, bit of satisfaction. Bit. Number two, should you ever cut carbs out to lose weight? Mm, Great geez. question. It really, that's a really good question. It's a vague answer because. People really believe that, D. And it's not unbelievable, but I'm going to go with it's an individualized situation. So it has to be it, different it does, for every person. Because some people can handle a very, mm-hmm. very low or no carb diet, yeah. whereas some people that they have low blood sugar issues, medical conditions, mm. hormone, you know, their hormones are sporadic in and out from thyroid issues. It really does come down to individualized because, again, 
everybody is so different the way they 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 metabolize carbohydrates. Right. Women, of course, metabolize carbohydrates way more than oh, men. Oh man! So I, I would know. say yes and no. Yes, in the sense, if you're careful with it and moderate it and really monitor it, Mm -hmm. yes. If you're all over the chart and you can't stay consistent with it, don't follow it. Don't follow it. All right. Number three, is it true? This is my question. Is it true that eating after 8 o'clock can make you put on weight? Yes, 100%. Metabolism Metabolism always slows down after 5 o'clock for women and usually after 6 or 7 for men. So if you're trying to lose weight, your last meal of the day for a woman should be high protein. Yeah. And empty calories being vegetables. Yeah. For men, high protein, moderate fat, low carb, period. That's it. Okay, so what if I feel like eating some celery and carrots at nine Fine. o'clock? That's okay. That. You can have that. But, but in not moderation. Like chips and stuff. Moderation. Really Don't eating with do vegetables moderation. Moderation because again, your wow. body's still gonna have to digest those calories. Now, granted, okay. they're empty calories, so they're not gonna be like chips or like like a high glycemic meal of some sort. Right. But you still have to metabolize that. So oh. it is not bad to have a meal before bed. It's just consistent on what that meal is. This is off off the record, but well, not off the record, but we're still going to ask it anyway, but really, really quick. I know a friend of mine who eats dinner every night at eight and yeah. is in bed knocked out by 930. Is that okay? Is that enough time for your body to digest that? I know it's not one of our top Again, five, but I have it's an individualized that. thing, but mm-hmm. it's a great question because most people do eat late because of everyday life. They're scheduled, so, yeah. But, but here's the kicker with that, and this, this is very important for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see someone eat late than not eat at all mm. because if you don't eat, then the metabolism starts to slow down and basically looks for calories to store because yeah. it doesn't know when it's going to eat again. So if you have that meal at 8.30 or 9 uh-huh. and you go to bed at 10, yeah. you got to be a little bit careful on what you pick for that meal. Ooh. So that's going to be the answer I'm going with because yeah. if you're selective with the meal, and let's say you had a piece of salmon and a half a baked potato and some vegetables, that's going to be better than going grabbing a cheeseburger and fries because your yeah. body's going to metabolize those calories a lot differently Especially and utilize those calories a lot differently. Okay. So that being said, that's the answer I'm going with because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'd rather see you eat something than nothing because then your body's going to slow down and store Ugh. and then it defeats the purpose of what we're trying to do. Exactly. So you know, you're messing up the whole thing. It's Number a consistency. Four. Number four, how often should you weigh yourself? Because I'm going to tell you, I can be obsessed and I know we're getting ready to start our training stuff, but how often should a person weigh themselves? I think if you're trying to lose weight, Every mm-hmm. four days is adequate if you're trying to gain weight every two days. Okay. Now, most women are always trying to lose, okay? And I don't mean that in a derogatory oh, way. Oh, not at all. But I think every four days, it gives the body time to metabolize food. Okay. If you're taking supplements, it gives those supplements time to work because right. it's usually a 48-hour issue. So that being said, four days for, for women, two days for men because mm-hmm. most men are usually trying to gain weight, put on muscle. So it's a good gauge because... Again, calorically, if you're trying to gain weight, Mm -hmm. the body takes that much time to metabolize those calories. So men would see a difference in the scale going up in two days. Mm. Women would see the scale going down in four days. Okay. And the last question, D, why is it harder to lose weight each time you gain it back? It's a metabolism issue. Metabolize the body metabolizes calories very differently every time uh-huh. you lose or drop. Yeah, it's a consistency with eating issue. The whole eating every three hours is key. It really truly a is. small good meal. Small portions, right. four to six ounces of mm-hmm. protein, three to five ounces of carbohydrates, depending if you're trying to lose or gain weight, and a nice small empty calorie salad, vegetables. Every three hours, no excuses. Set the damn alarm on the phone. You're damn looking it. at it anyway. Yes. Set it for every three hours and eat. That's it. Because the thing is, I'd rather see one of my clients, and this is way off the chart here, but I'm going to say this, and, th- and people can relate. I'd rather see you stop and get a hot dog 
Mm. Okay, then not eat lunch at all. Right. Because it's that important that the body needs to digest calories. See, people tend to think that if they skip a meal, it works it, and it helps it's, them lose it, weight. It I'm defeats like, the purpose. It makes it worse because the body stores those calories because, let's be real. Yeah. Okay, it's just like the car. Mm-hmm. When the car you drive says, hey, reserve fuel, we're low and low. Yeah. You just don't keep driving. You stop and get fuel. It's just exactly. like the body. You have The to. body gets to the point where it says, yo, man, we got to eat. Okay, we're, we're running low on reserves here. Yeah. So people think because they don't eat, they're losing those calories, which equates to the scale being low. Right. But it's the opposite. Mm, what happens is, is if you don't eat consistently, yeah. the body starts to say to itself, hey, guys, we don't know when Tasha's going to eat again. Yeah. Or we don't know when Big Dave's going to eat again. Yeah. So we're going to store these calories because we're not sure when she's going to eat or when he's going to wow. eat. So we need to make sure we have calories to function mm-hmm. on a daily basis and keep blood sugar up so we don't pass out and faint during yeah. work and be able to function with organs. Or get, a, get hangry. Exactly. Hangry is the biggest thing. And so the more consistent you eat, the more it's better for digestive issues, the more it's better for organ issues, and all of it combines into metabolizing the calories so you're either gaining or losing weight and hitting the goal that you want. And then you can reach your goal. So stop skipping meals. Don't miss a meal. Stop skipping meals. What are we going to be talking about next week? you got to find out. You can log on to KS1075.com. Listen, send in all your questions and everything else you need. Any last words, Big D? We're out. I appreciate it. Thank you. Send it in. You'll see us on Instagram soon. Stay focused. Follow Big Dave's Power Half Hour on social media at Big Dave's Power Half Hour. Join us next week for another episode dedicated to getting you healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's Big Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia.